There are times when we've got a day, we know we've got a day coming up when we can take the day off without taking the day off. So it's not designated to do anything. It's not a day off where you go to a home and garden shop and buy things. It's a day off where you spend time really thinking about what's going on for you. You might meditate, you might do some journaling, some gratitude journaling. So you sort of get into the mode of it, get into the feel of it and put down some of those ideas. Then you can have your CEO days. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. So how are you today? Now, today, I thought it would be a really good idea to talk about time. We've done time management before, I know. But every time we talk about something, we talk about it differently. We learn other things and we think about things in a different way. So as some of you will know, I've just come back from New Zealand. I spent a week with my mum and it was great. had a really lovely time. A lot of the time, was doing nothing. Her internet would drop out or things I had to organize and do for her. I tidied up some cupboards and just did some basic stuff around the place. But really, it's retirement living village. That's the word, village. And um, so she has a flat in there. So two bedroom flat doesn't really have that much tidying up to do. So while I was there, I got to think about my time and the use of my time and how much time here at home and at work in my office, I spend doing different things and how I spend my time doing them. And it got me thinking that I need to share some of this information with you guys. So one of the things I always talk about is how I spend my time organizing the night before, right? I do all the things that need doing the night before. I um, think about what's going to happen the next day. I organize myself the night before. So I do Pilates on a Tuesday morning. It's very early for me. So I do it with Coast Pilates. Put her link in the show notes. She's in New Zealand. So she's two and a half hours ahead of me. So when she's doing 10am class, which would be absolutely no good for me, um, of course, it's 7.30 in the morning for me. So it's perfect. So because it's early, it means I put my yoga mat out the night before. If it's my club's day, I do a club's day with her as well, or club's morning day, it's morning. That 45 minutes does sometimes feel like an entire day, depending what she gets us to do. I can tell you. I put my clubs out. I put the, I'm using my iPad for that because it means I don't have to disconnect all my gear here and to take my laptop out. So I have everything set up the night before. Before I go to bed, brushing my teeth, I'm taking out my gym clothes for the next morning. I'm organizing myself because all of these things save us time. And it might be you're thinking, oh, it's only five minutes, but five minutes every day. Or once we build up all those things that we're doing because it's end of night stuff, you're brushing your teeth, you're doing your end of evening things. You can be organizing for the next day because really you're pottering around then. So I do potter about and do those things so that I know I can just go off to sleep. Everything's organized for the morning, even if I oversleep on my alarm, which I never do because I'm a morning person. But were that to happen, then everything's ready to go. So being organized like that meant that at my mum's at night, I would be organizing, you know, I'd put the dishwasher on in the evening. It would be done by the end of the evening. I'd pop everything away. I'd make sure everything was cleaned up, ready to go the next day. I'd make 
sure we had everything. If we needed yogurt, I would make the yogurt overnight and so on and so forth. So these things mean that my morning is really organized and my morning can be really productive. Sometimes I don't want to have a productive morning. Sometimes I want to take my time. And over the years, I've given myself days where I don't do anything. And that's actually really important to have days where we just stop and we pick a day. So other people call them CEO days, right? I think they're quite well known, whereas they're just, it's the way I've been doing things a long time. And then about a year ago, I heard they were called CEO days. So this is what I do on my CEO day. And I think I will make a download. So if you're not already signed up for the podcast downloads on geraldineheadley.com, then there'll be a little worksheet there at the end for you to work on. So what we do on a CEO day is we've made sure we've organized our week in advance. So Friday, the week before, we've looked at it and we've gone, I haven't got a lot happening on Friday or Thursday or whatever day it is, you've discovered you haven't got a lot on. So that's when you can go, okay, I'm going to have a CEO day. Or the other side of the coin is, like I've just had this week away in New Zealand, you can have a day off, a day where you don't open the computer. You can wander around with pen and paper so that you can write down, got your biro, you've got your note paper, and you can write down ideas for the future CEO day. You can think up things you'd like to do. You can brainstorm a bit, but you're not doing all of the electronic stuff. You're not running around for the household. You might be pottering. I like pottering. I think pottering helps me to do things. I like going on walks. That really helps me to think out an idea. I will take my phone on my walks and I will wear a headset and I'll listen to podcasts or I'll listen to stories, whatever it is. And then I'll pause that. I'll come up with an idea. I'll pause it when I'm walking a bit and I'll come up with an idea and I'll use voice record on my phone for that idea. But on this relaxy day, whenever you may have it, you write down some notes, things you'd like to do, things that you might notice things hold you back from doing things. And in actual fact, you're avoiding something or doing something else rather than working that day. My husband happened to come home for lunch and I'd made made lunch. And then he said, oh, the dishwasher's finished. So finished my lunch and I got up to empty the dishwasher and he said, are you procrastinating? Because I'm not doing anything. I can actually do that. I'm like, oh yeah, you can. And yes, I was. And I'm off to my office again. But there are times when we've got a day, we know we've got a day coming up when we can take the day off without taking the day off. So it's not designated to do anything. It's not a day off where you go to a home and garden shop and buy things. It's a day off where you spend time really thinking about what's going on for you. You might meditate, you might do some journaling, some gratitude journaling. So you sort of get into the mode of it, get into the feel of it and put down some of those ideas. Then you can have your CEO day. So that kind of has to follow the day off where these ideas have ruminated. So I had some amazing rumination ideas when I was in New Zealand. A course for coaches. I've got a coaching course for naturopaths, but I have a course for coaches coming out that anyone in any naturopath, herbalist, nutritionist, whatever, it's got all the red flags in it. So I started recording red flags while I was away. So this was my, you know, the ideas came out. Now I'm going to have to have that CEO day where I had all the ideas. I wrote the notes. I actually recorded a couple of them incidentally because I had some real bright ideas as you do. So now I have to find a day where hopefully there's not much happening in that day, but I still consider it a working day. So I have days where I don't do anything. I say, look, we're going 
going to the beach and that's it. But that's still doing something. So that's not the pre-day, the day where you think about it and you ruminate over it and you look at stuff. The CEO day is where we eliminate distractions and we take from that day, thought I can't be around my computer anymore, but I also can't just go to the shops and procrastinate and hang out. We've written down those ideas. Like I wrote down my red flag ideas for the course. So they're short recordings and there's going to be transcripts with them. So all of these things, all of these ideas were coming up for me. So what we need to do for a CEO day is pick a day with very few appointments in it, but a working day. All right. So you can't have them that often because at the end of the day, they're a working day, aren't they? Then we choose three to five tasks that need to be done. So we do them the evening before we get ready for the day, like putting out the yoga mat, like sorting out what we need to do ahead of time. So we're ready to go the next day. And then with those tasks, because they're all set out. So for me, it might be making sure I've downloaded, well, obviously I've already downloaded a recording system. I'm recording on it right now, but it might be that I need to record these things. So I find and download a recording system. It might be that I have to decide how I'm going to transcribe it. So I need to look up transcription services. I might just choose to use Google and correct it myself later, whatever it is. So we get our tasks sorted the night before, just like putting out your yoga mat. You get all these things sorted the night before. And then we work through the tasks one by one and we set dedicated times for those tasks. Now, it might be in your CEO day that you want to create eight reels. So you've got eight weeks worth of reels to do. And that might be part of your day. But that is the little bits of your business. Creating a reel or creating Instagram posts, creating Facebook posts. Those are the small parts of your business. Whereas your CEO day would be more like, this is where I'm going for this quarter. This is what I've got planned and lined up. This is how I'm going to implement it. And these are the dates I'm going to use. This is the spreadsheet I'm going to structure it on. This is what's going with it, what I need, all of the things to create the bigger picture. Then if you've got time at the end of the day, you can do that. Oh, look, I've got an hour left over. I've done all that or two hours. I can now make those reels. But I've done these three to five bigger tasks, the more interesting things that are bigger picture. All right. If you realize that there's no way on earth you can do that at home or because it's just too busy or if you go into your office, maybe you're in a shared office, it's going to be too noisy and people are going to be asking you questions because they're going to know no one's there. Then that's the time that you would book a room, perhaps at a library where it's free and you can book a study room or but you go somewhere without the distractions. You take your laptop, your kit, whatever it is you need. It might be a co-working space if you can have a bubble in that area so that you can sit in your bubble and you can do those bigger picture tasks not just the small parts of your business, which is what we all end up doing all of the time. We're always not fighting fires as such. There are days when we're definitely firefighting. I've had a few of those just before I went away. There were loads of little things that were boiling over that I had to deal with and sort out. And so I did. And then I got everything finished and went away. So while I was away and while I was at my mum's and I was doing laundry and tidying cupboards and just pottering around, I was able to think, hey, what if there was this, in my case, red flag? thing that I could do because people want to know about red flags, an easy way of asking questions, of understanding, of knowing when to refer and when I can deal with something. 
that something like that would be really helpful for people. So I was able while I was away to sit down and plan and have some planning time. So it is about planning for the future and taking that time to do that for you and your business. Because what will happen is we always end up working in our business rather than on our business. And we've really got to see that bigger picture at times and set out what we're doing. It's like at the end of the year in November, we've got the virtual retreat and some of that will be spent looking at next year, looking at 2023. So, so far away and yet it's so close, isn't it? So we need to dedicate times to tasks that are the bigger picture. And that's what I really want you to think about structuring a pottering about day so that you get your ideas in whatever way is best for you to get the ideas. I was out walking as when I came up with the red flags idea. I've been pottering with it. I've been thinking about it. I've been ruminating, but I've been like, how will I do that? What will I do? And I went, if I go for a walk, I will come up with ideas. I went for a walk. I came home. I'm like, right, this is how I'll structure it. And this is what I will do. So I jotted down some ideas and now I need to sit down and do that bigger picture. Where am I going to release this to? Who am I going to share this with? How am I going to get this out there to everyone so that those people that want it will get it? So everyone who's currently in my graduate mastery program will get access to it. And then future graduate mastery program people will get access to it. So because remember, we've got a pre-day and then we've got the CEO day and then we carry on. Now, if you can and you can afford it, go away for a couple of days and you can have your pottering and learning day on the first day and the second day while you're away. So two nights if you can, that second day, you can really plan it out. Get the big picture of it done over those two days. And um, I mean, that's one of the things about going on a retreat is you get that time to really structure what you're doing, where you're going with your information, what you're going to do. So that was just my thought. I thought I'd let you in on the red flags. I will create a little document that the link will be in the show notes so that you've got a little worksheet as well about this one. So I hope you've had a good one. And if you want the the download, you just go to GeraldineHeadley.com podcast and you will find all the downloads sitting there waiting for you. So it was great to chat and I will see you all very soon. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.